podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Dream Team Tonic podcast, episode 91. I'm Tony, and with me this week are the usuals. Ben, are you there, Ben? Hi mate, happy new year. Happy new year, mate. James, are you there? I'm here, Tony. Nice to nice to hear from you again. And back after a, a month here, a month off, as we didn't get a chance to, um, get, get, a chance to get you on last month, Ergie. It's Fergie. Hello, guys. Happy New Year. And yeah, apologies for, for last month, but uh, it's just absolutely manic, wasn't it? Absolutely manic over yeah. you know, Christmas with the World Cup and the restart for all the fantasy games. But um, yeah, it's great to be back and, and great, to, great to get back talking everything Dream Team. Excellent, mate. Good to have you back on. Um, just a, a quick thanks to um, Ryan Kirk and Jake Sylvester, new patrons. Um, hope you've found your way into the Discord and you're enjoying all the, uh, the early access to the pods, the articles, and, and again, the Discord. Um, if anyone's interested in showing their support for us and, and getting themselves some extra content while they're at it, they head across to patreon.com forward slash Dream Team Tonic. Um, big month this month with all the cup games. So we've got Ben's uh, patron-only fixtures, which, which will be out shortly, uh, which will help you navigate the FA Cup round three, round four, plus the League Cup semis and all the permutations that come with that and the fixtures. So that's always a great, great read um, and obviously access for the patrons. Um, we have got a second chance league that starts this weekend on the 6th of January. So it's going to be cutting it fine from when you're listening to this, but um, if you'd like to get involved with that, get across to at Dream Team Tonic on Twitter. And it's the pub tweet on there, uh, pin tweet on there, sorry. Um, give all you, all you lads who are struggling a little bit Chance to um, reignite your season, maybe win a bit of cash for, for the second half of the season. So, Fergie, it's been a while. So, you're first up as usual, mate. Uh, how's your team done so far this week? And how's it looking, mate? Yeah, do you know what? It's lovely to say for the first time this season, I think I've had a bit of a spanking week because <laughs> I had a nightmare pre World Cup. You know, when you just go through a run where Everything you do goes wrong. Everyone you take out scores points. Everyone you yeah. bring in does absolutely nothing or gets injured. So pre-World Cup, I had a nightmare. And it was just week after week, you know, just going down and down the ranks. And uh, so it was nice to really refresh. So I've um, I've had a good start um, since the restart. I've got 112 points this week, which Excellent. looking around seems pretty decent. Um, De Gea and Shaw I brought in for the, you know, United's short-term fixtures and They've been superb. Yeah. Here, 16 this week. Shaw, 26 this week. So I'll get some nice rises off those. And um, Trippier, 20 points. Botman, 10. So they, you know, Newcastle and and, and Man United defence has been superb and has done me proud there. I brought Castagna in um, for... I listened to the pod, uh, the last one, the one before, and I think Ben was bigging up Leicester, saying he's going to go all all these Leicester <laughs> players. So I I did have to start off with Vardy, Harvey Barnes, and Castagna. I think Castagna had a ten pointer on the on yeah. the night of the yeah. 
of the um, of the Carabao game. But yeah, Leicester have looked well, haven't looked the best since of they. So uh, I got um, I got rid of Vardy and Barnes. I think it was last week and brought in Salah and Saka. Um, so Castagna minus two for the week. Um, Almiron minus one. I think he got booked last night, but obviously you know he just keeps on going, doesn't he? No, amazing price, amazing player. And I brought in um, Odegaard as well. So I started off with Foden, but uh, yeah, he's just not playing. And Odegaard was with you a rise and stuff. So um, I brought in Odegaard and he's been superb as well. So Odegaard, second armor on in midfield. Started off with Haaland, obviously. And um, started off with Rashford, who's been surprisingly good. Yeah. Um, I was tempted by Martial, but so I go for Rashford. And yeah, the last transfer I made. So I've made four transfers so far out of the five. That's what I made. Well, I started off with Carl Walker. Um, thought he'd get some minutes, but I don't think he's, he, you know, he's he played it all so far as he, for whatever right. reason. I think I, th- I think Lewis uh, has been playing. So, you know, he came from nowhere, really, haven't he? And he's, he's nicked that spot. Um, so, so I did him to Bachmann. So I've um, gone from 325k <laughs> pre-World Cup, which is obviously a bit of a disaster. Uh, I'm currently up to 180k, which I'm really pleased with. Um, yeah. But I've just realised I don't I don't have one player playing tonight, and I've only got Haaland playing tomorrow, so I'm probably due a few drops. But I've got one transfer left. I'll just have a look actually, and um, I'm probably going to do Castagna to I may go to a Kanji. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure we'll talk about you know the January fixtures and plans for yeah. that. But you know City seem to have nearly twice as many games as everyone else. So. Uh, mm. But yeah, that's that's me so far. So uh, not bad. Decent, decent recovery. Hmm. So far, so far. Yeah, looks good. You're unlucky. Um, unlucky with them Man City picks, uh, Foden and Walker not really featuring. Yeah. Over the uh, first few games. Yeah, this is it. Because I said, well, in terms, in terms of rises, so my team value was awful. Like I said, I've been chasing and chasing. My team value was only, it was less than fifty two million, mm. um, but I managed to get something like it was something crazy off those four transfers. I managed to get like I think it was in between two and a half and and three million or something in terms yeah. of. But I don't I don't know how exactly. But all of a sudden, my value just absolutely shot up because the transfers I made and um, yeah, it was obviously you know the minus three onto the plus on all the players. What's that? Two point four million over four players. Mm. Um, which obviously really, really helped me. So um, yeah, it's it was a bit a bit short term. I still think the Man United players are kind of short term picks, and I'll probably look to get rid of those. Newcastle uh, and Arsenal, Arsenal especially, haven't got many fixtures at all in January, have they? Um, mm. un- until their doubles are rearranged. Um, so it was a bit short term, and now I need to obviously start thinking about kind of migrating now to a team which will be looking good in January and February. So yep, yeah, sounds good, man. Over to my side. Um, 89 points for this week. So not quite as good as Fergie. Uh, it's all right. It's not done too bad. Got a few other teams that have done, done better. Um, De Gea in the net, 60, uh, 16 points so far this week. Wan-Bissaku's turned it out to be a decent pick at a very good price, uh, 13 points. Um, Burn, Dan Burn, 10 points. Two clean sheets, there's no ratings, which is a yeah, bit frustrating. Um, it seems like Trippier and Pope are always getting the ratings, but uh, Burn. I know Shaw got a rating last night. Uh, did Botman get one in the end? Or, or yeah. did, he, did he stay under? 
seven. I think I think he might have struggled to get his rating as well. Botman um, got got the same points as Burns, ten points. So no no rating for him. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. bit harsh really. Um, good performance by Newcastle away yeah. at Arsenal. Only three, that. only three players got a rating for Newcastle. Like you said, Shea, Trippier, and Pope. Yeah, yeah. I, I never went for Shea over over Botman. The only reason I think Shea's on on four yellows, wasn't he? So, uh, mm. but he's a bit of a bit of a beast on the bonus, isn't he? Shea yeah. probably overlooked yeah. that a bit. So. Likes a goal as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, another Newcastle lad again, as Fergie said, Almiron, who's having a great season. Uh, tricked along, but minus one this week. Saka seven points. Fernandez um, assist late on for. For Rashford, which were nice, uh, 15 points. De Bruyne only with a two, but still with a game to come. Salah, disappointing uh, disappointing result for Liverpool against Brentford, only three points this week in the double. Haaland, four points with a game to come. Uh, and in this team, uh, in the podcast team, I, when I took out Che Adams after his 18-pointer, I didn't have enough to get to Rashford. And... I kind of thought, oh, well, that's all right, that, because Rashford would drop for disappointing reasons. So I thought Martial pretty much nailed there. Um, yeah, stick him in. He got zero points. Um, Rashford came on and scored. But one of those. So I got rid of all my, um, all my Southampton punts um, over the course, which Ward Prowse did all right. I think he got five, five or seven points, I think, over the course. Jay Adams got 18. And then Perron, Bazuna were pretty much disasters. Uh, in came Saka, Wambasaka, uh, De Gea, and Martial. One transfer remaining. Um, I'll probably just use it on maybe a price rise. Yeah, I'm looking at Almiron or Martial out. Um, I've not looked too deep into it yet because I want to see what goes on uh, with the City lads tomorrow night. But yeah, that's me. Um, uh, 1,053 points so far in the uh, podcast team. Um, it's not doing too bad. I've managed with my top team to climb back into top 100 so far. Get uh, in. 98. So, again, like Fergie said, before um, Christmas, just could not get any points in that team. I could, mm. I, obviously, I took the punt on City, which I still think, well, it wasn't really a punt. It was a correct way to go but it never it never paid off and yeah it dragged me down from something like fourth to 660th I think I was uh, going well, into World Cup break it's funny isn't it? it's just like Newcastle and Arsenal they just, just I kept thinking every week oh you know they're gonna fall off soon they're gonna mm, fall off yeah soon. but they're just not they just and and they came back on Boxing Day and you know those Boxing Day fixtures Mm. And they were just as good. I think Newcastle beat was it Leicester three 0 away. Yeah, absolutely yeah. fantastic. And then yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal, they came back and beat West Ham after going a, a goal behind. Like both teams just look so, so solid, don't they? It's unbelievable. Yeah. And for those who got on those early, especially when their players were incredibly cheap, which they still are incredibly cheap, they're absolutely laughed, aren't they? Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so all going good so far. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll touch on touch on some a bit of strategy later on. Ben, how's yeah. your team doing, mate? Um, I got 101 points this week. Um, I've half my rank now. It, it was 275k before the 
before the World Cup, now I've got it down to 124k. Um, so I'm buzzing with that. Um, my best team's up to 4k now. It's only 100 points off the top 100 now. So <laughs> I'll uh, keep biting away at that, trying to get up there. Yeah. Um, in my podcast team, I did a, a triple substitution uh, transfers. On Thursday night, I took out Vardy for Rashford, Harvey Barnes for Odegaard, Bazunu for De Gea, and they all done really well for me this week. So De Gea got 16 points, uh, Rashford got 15, and Odegaard got 14. Um, she got Cher, 13 points, Trippier, 20 points. Um, Maguire, he was on the bench at the weekend, but I just had a feeling he'd come on. Uh, so I left him in there. He come on for a five point, and then he started yesterday. So got mm. eight points for that. Um, but I had Lindelof as well. So Lindelof, he didn't come on. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll have a look and see what else is available. <laughs> so <laughs> I couldn't really muster up anything. I, I said to you, I said to uh, James, I says, what do you think about Andreas Pereira? And it was like five minutes before the deadline. Yeah. So I didn't get time to change it. I was going to put Andreas in, but I don't think he... He, he ended up having his goal chalked out, chalked off, didn't he? Because it, it ended up being an own goal. Did, Pereira yeah. scored against Southampton, but I, don't, I haven't seen the goal, but it's been taken off him anyway. Uh, so I went with Joe Linton, uh, playing in the front three for Newcastle, and got good good runner fixtures, so I fancied the point. He's cheap, so I didn't, I didn't have much money, really. So... Um, yeah, he got three points on Saturday, but um, he got a minus one yesterday against Arsenal. Uh, got a yellow card. Uh, yeah, so he he's in there. He's nailed in the Newcastle team. Nice fixtures, so it's not bad for an enabler for a yeah. little while. Um, De Bruyne, two points so far, playing tomorrow. Armour on minus one, and I said Odegaard. And then up front, Salah, three points, and Haaland, four. Yeah, one one transfer left. Um, I was looking. Joel Linton, Joel Linton to Wambasaka. Well, yeah, that for the price rise, that's the only one really. I could do that, but Dallow's just come back, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. The thing with uh, Ten Hag, though, he he seems to like to give all the defenders minutes. So, even if like they don't start one game, they might come off the bench, and. Vice versa, they might start the next game and then the other player, the other wing back will come on, you know. Or, and he's been mixing the centre backs about. But now Martinez and Varane are back. I don't know if Maguire and Lindelof will play as much now. So, food for four. Um, I was looking at that and Casemiro as well, he's like nailed in the yeah. United team and yeah. he's clocking up the points in Starman's and goals. Assists, ratings, he's doing all yeah, right as well. So, but I just like you know uh, Newcastle got the double game week next week as well. So they've got a Sheffield Wednesday and Leicester. So I don't know. I've got it. Well, true. I don't have to use the transfer, but if I want to get some value, I could go to Wambasaka. But then again, I might need another transfer to move him on again. I don't know. It's a bit tricky. He's I'm gone happy. strong in the cups, anyhow. Pardon? Obviously, he went, he went strong in the, Carling cup, the yeah. Carabao Cup. Sorry, yeah. Carling cup. Um, 
So I wonder whether he's going to go as strong in the FA Cup. Mm. Yeah, it's tricky. They're home to Fulham after that as well, aren't they? So they have got three really good fixtures. Mm. Yeah, not bad. Good week, Ben. Yeah. James, last but not least, mate. Well, Tony, I'm 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 in serious danger of uh, of turning my my season around at this rate. Um, since <laughs> since the since the restart, I've um I, the pod team has been flying after my what was it 136 last week. Um, yeah. I've got 111 this week. Um, so yeah, that's um it's flying this it's flying at the moment. So uh, that's good. Um, yeah, I've I've got a um, Newcastle back line. Um, block that that's certainly helping um <laughs> with Trippier, Shah, Botman and Byrne. De Gea and Goals done well as well. Um and in the midfield I've got Saka, Almiron and Odegaard. And up front fairly template, which seems to be most people most engaged managers have at the moment, is uh Rashford, Haaland and Salah. Um <clears throat> I've still got two transfers left. I'm thinking about Switching um, Salah to KDB for a potential four for two, mm. um, but I am a little bit nervous about losing Salah. Um, but you know the, the fixture volume counts, doesn't it? Four for two is pretty good. Um, I suppose you could argue uh, KDB might not start in the in the cup game. Probably won't, but he might. Mm. So it could be a th- you know, three for two. So, what, what, what do you boys think of that move? Would you consider doing that? It's definitely when I'm eyeing up as well. I'm on the same boat. I've, yeah, I've got I've got ten KDB, so I've got Salah and <laughs> KDB. So yeah, I could I could maybe take Salah out for Mares, but yeah, you don't know mm. Mares is good. Mares has started the last three games since the restart, so. But yeah, Salah's nailed in Liverpool's team. But in the cups, Liverpool like to tinker, don't they? So I think we get to see the Liverpool team on Saturday evening, mm. and if Salah doesn't start, that's an absolute no-brainer, mm. isn't it? Yeah. But James yeah. has got transfers left, haven't you? So oh, for this, yeah. So I'm gonna, I've got to have to, I'll have to make them Thursday night. That's the trouble to get the price rises. Mm. I'd still be tempted. I got to be honest. Mm. Mm. I mean, I. Yeah, because he's also a player looking forward at City. You're going to want long term anyway. I'm guessing. Yeah, he's not going to yeah. be an in, in and outer, is he? He'd be no, like that's a permanent true. investment. And if he and if he does have a, a, a really good week or two, and then you don't have him, you'll have to pay more for him again, won't you? And yeah, I mean, there's a good chance, of course, that well, probably end of towards the end of January or even even in February, I'm going to want Salah back. Yeah. Um, and that will require some some uh, moving around. But um, you have another five transfers at that point, so it's probably worth the punt, I think. Well, is it even a punt? Could you even you can't even call it a punt mm. of this KDB, can you? So, um, yeah, so that's what I'm thinking at the moment. Um, and I could down, I could change Salah to Enketia, and then um, potentially use that money to try and work KDB in by. Changing the defender and then using next next the next transfer allowance, but I need to have a play around with that. Yep. A bit of jiggery porkery. Yeah. So yeah, it's all going good at the moment. Quite happy. 
excellent mate. Yeah, it's going good since the uh, restart, hasn't it? So all you needed was a was a wild card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Let's uh, jump into the questions then. Um, first up is DT Patrick. Presuming Man City progress in the EFL Cup and with the semi-finals being late January, early Feb, is now the time to lump in on City players and their extra fixtures. If so, aside from Haaland and KDB, which players would you go for? Fergie, I remember you were lumping in on City players in January. Yeah, and I think that um, when I did lump on them as well, it wasn't far off the position they were in now because if you remember that season, City were very average at mm. Christmas and that's why a lot of their players were were very cheap and like I I, I definitely played it I'm, I'm a fixture volume player in in dream team and uh you know even though Arsenal for example are just absolutely fantastic um the next few weeks they have very very few fixtures um Newcastle obviously have a little bit more you know won't be taking those players out ahead of next week, even though Arsenal's FA Cup game is away to Oxford, so you're not really sure what time, you know, what kind of team you don't want to be taking out and Katia or Martinelli and then they start away to Oxford because that could be a bit of a a bit of a blood a, a bloodbath. But I think, you know I'm still a massive fan of Man City. I'm a, a massive fan of Guardiola and they yeah. will turn it around. They will start keeping clean sheets. They will start hammering teams three, four, five nil. And if you can get on them early, which is obviously what happened when I got on them early a couple of years ago, when no one else is on them, you know, on mass, you get their players cheap. You get on them yeah. first. You get the points as well as not having to use more transfers on them. So I, per- I personally think we should. And you know, like I said, I mentioned them earlier, Akanji. Um, 3.9 million for me is just mega, mega cheap. Um, if City concede tomorrow, even if they keep a clean sheet, he may even go down in price again and stuff. And that's the kind of player I'll be, I'll be looking to eye up. And um, yeah, you know, they've got the Champions League, they've got the Carabao Cup things as well. So um, I, I, I'll. I think I'll personally be doing it as much as I can, even though it's tough for me because my team value isn't great. Yeah. I still think I'll be I'll be finding ways to get on them early um, and to go in on Man City. I think uh, whether that's the right thing or you know or to do is not like you say a couple of years ago when I did it, it was obviously yeah very fortunately went my way and Man City broke records, didn't they? Was it they had something like. 11 consecutive clean sheets or something ridiculous yeah, like that, you know, which obviously helped massively. But yeah, I think um, I think I'll be doing it personally. I'll be going in on City. Mm. How about you guys? What are your thoughts <clears> at the moment? <throat> I know I know they're a tough sell, isn't they, at the moment? It's the rotation that's the killer, isn't it? Um, trying to pick who who's going to get the most minutes and pick up those, um, if it's defender, the clean sheet points. Uh you know, Foden's not crazily does. No one can tell. I've not seen anyone come up with an explanation as to why Foden's not uh, starting more games. It's um, it's a bit of a minefield. But if you if you're willing, be willing to take the chance, it could could pan out. 
definitely. Yeah, I think these other players, like other ones I'd look at, potentially Silva, 3.7, you know, even Grealish, 3.8, Ake, 3.5, you know, there's the, the, the part clean sheets there as well, you know, and I suppose it's how you feel again about kind of Arsenal and Newcastle. Are they are they going to keep on going for the whole season? I, th- I think it's very hard to forget because this time of season, where are we now? We're like the, the 4th of January. Normally, teams have played, I think it's 21 or 22 league games now. Man City have only played, is it 14? 14 league games. They've still got, what's that, 20, 24 league games left. Mm. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, we're in a very peculiar place where it feels like we're like halfway, at least halfway through the season, when we're really not yet. There's still so much football that's got to be played. And um, Yeah, City are on 16 games, as well as Chelsea 16. on 16. Like okay. I say, that's nothing, is it? 22 games left, plus Carabao, plus FA Cup, plus Champions League. So, much so many games left left, you know, left to play. So I think we'd be quite foolish to write them off and also think, you know, Arsenal Newcastle are just going to keep going on. I mean, if you think they are, then stick with them. But for me, I, I tend to look over a, a bit of a longer sort of sample size. And Man City, for me, are just class. And they... They will come good, you know. Um, yeah. Arsenal and Newcastle have been amazing, and I, I you know, I hope, I, I hope for their sake and for the league's sake, they continue to do really, really well. But um, their squads is nothing, in, you know, it's nothing compared to Man City's squad. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. that's that's my thoughts. Um, I think yeah. on the rotation side with Man City's, obviously we're talking fixture volumes. They could have upwards of like, say, eight fixtures when teams are only having four, which is massive. Um, and they will rotate. But I think maybe because of the volume, maybe like the, the likes of Ake, even if he doesn't start at left-back and he does start at Cancelo, Ake will come on for the last 20 minutes because exactly. you want to chop and change and rest players and, and, and probably only putting 60 minutes into players, 65 minutes into players, rather than having a team start and, and finish a game for 90 minutes. And then the next next game, he has a different team. I think we might see, especially defence-wise, because that's that's probably other than Ford and maybe <coughs> probably where we're struggling to nail nail things down. Um, Rico Lewis isn't on the game, which hopefully we can get sorted and we can get it get get him added because um, it looks like with the way Pep's speaking about him, he's around he's around to stay in that mm. squad and in that team for the foreseeable. Um, obviously, well, you've got Edison at four point eight million. He's nailed. He's probably going to play ninety percent of them games. I don't um, think he'll play in the cup. What in both cup games? Do you think he'll play Ortega in Ortega's, the semi-final? Ortega played in the last league cup game as well against Liverpool. In the semis, though, is he? Well, I, I, had, I, I haven't looked back look... historically, but I'm sure yeah. Edison doesn't play in the domestic cups. Yeah, I think you're right. So well, maybe that, so he's only going to play million, four, I so. think he's a lot of money for a dream team goalkeeper. When they he is. What's poor Pat now? 4.4? 4.4. Yeah. Yeah. But I think um, Pep's handed us a bone a little bit if he's going to keep picking Ake and Akanji. They've started the, the, the last three yeah. games. Yeah. Uh, 3.9 and 3.5. Um, I think I think Akanji has started every game since he signed. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 
it's de- it's definitely every league game. Yeah, and he's still you know obviously because they've been conceding goals, he's still very very cheap. But yeah. um, you know if you I, I suppose if it's if each individual manager feels Man City will turn it around and suddenly start you know would you be massively surprised if they won their next three games three 0 No, no, I think no one would be, would they? And then all of a sudden it's like. It, you know, and, and this, I, I think this is where you get the thing of how you can fly at the ranks or you can just yeah. stay stagnant. Because if you're like a chaser, if you're like a, a trend follower, mm-hmm. okay, you may rise, but you, you know, you're not going to get those absolute bullets that fly yeah. high, get you, get your team optimal before everyone else, and then have transfers in hand to use to move on to the next big thing rather than just following the pack a bit. It depends what kind of manager you are, I think, but that's the way to do it if you want to really fly high obviously it could flop right and then you're screwed but that's that's just the risk you take i think but like i say man city over the years for me i've I've never well i can't i can't remember the last time man city in the second half is especially disappointed they're they're always they're always there aren't they yeah yeah and they and, and looking at the fixtures i believe they play Every three or four days, I think they're the only team to play every three or four days. Assuming they go through in the FA Cup as well mm. for like the next three months or whatever it is as well. Yeah. yeah. So in terms of rotation, there will be there will be plenty of rotation, but they'll have more games than everyone else. They will rotate most games, but um, you'll still get the kind of park clean sheets. You'll still get Foden. You know, just just for example. We'll probably play every other game soon because they're just going to have to because mm. they just can't keep flogging these players every three days. He can't keep yeah. starting Grealish, can he? <laughs> well, no, and he can't. And he, and he can't start him every three days either. So, yeah. Alvarez will be back soon. I think yeah. he could be a really interesting option as well. Again, if he only plays every other game, yeah. four point two million striker for Man City. Yes, Not please. Bad, is it? No, yeah. So, I mean, Mares at four point nine million. He's last five average. Is seven point four points a game. Yeah, has he wow. got twenty one wow. points in the last three games? I think it's unreal. It's unreal yeah. his average. Um, mm. Obviously, in form, starting every game, four point nine million. It's a steal. Foden, it's been so frustrating, especially since coming back from the World Cup and stuff. But five point two million. If he does start, like you just said, Fergie, he's he's explosive. We can get you plenty of points, Foden, and at five point two million. I think that's still cheap. I managed to get to a point a few years ago on the Man City team where no matter who started, no matter who was dropped, it didn't really matter because I had I had them all. Mm, so yeah. if you can get, just for example, Grealish, Foden, Mares, Bernardo Silva, Haaland, Alvarez, just as an example, you're practically guaranteed to have all three goal. Uh, sorry, all three forwards. So when they score, you're almost guaranteed to have the goal scorer. Yeah, and obviously, because yeah. they historically score a lot of goals. Yeah. You, 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 you're kind of always in the points. Um, yeah. Like I say, that, that's a very idealistic place to be, but it is it is attainable if you're willing to take the risk and go all in. Just playing devil's advocates here slightly, do you think maybe this season's different because they've mm. got Haaland there and Haaland's that's literally fair. scoring all, not, you know, 80, 85% yeah. of the goals? Do we think that's, is that something we should be thinking about? Because it might be... Not every season's the same, is it? As we know, things do change, and they've never had a they've never had that target man before. So I'm just what just thinking out loud, really. Yeah. Um, that's something to consider as well. I think it might not pan out the way we think it 
we think it were it could do like like it has in previous seasons. Yeah, no, I think I think that's I, I think that's really fair, and I think another yeah. point as well is the lack of clean sheets this season has just been absolutely startling. It's just uh, you yeah. know for for all teams apart you know, obviously apart from Arsenal, Newcastle, for Man City, for Liverpool, for even Spurs and and Chelsea, they're just not keeping clean sheets at all, are they? And and yeah. you know, and again, it's whether you think it'll it'll turn around. Like I say, I'm just going on previous experience over you know mm. a long long sample size, like the last I don't know whatever it's five six years. Yeah. Fancy in the second half. I've always been really tight. They've always got loads of goals. But you know, um, I would, I wouldn't be surprised either if you know if Arsenal just keep on going, if Newcastle keep on going. But I'm just going with the tried and tested. I think. Yeah. What, a, City. what about if you've got Newcastle or United defenders? Would you keep them for another week, or would you go to City? Yeah, I think I think I go for another week yeah. because the Carabao Cup is af- it's after that. I'm looking Friday. Is it Friday the 13th of January when? Yeah. A lot of lot of teams. Well, almost all teams have one game, and and some of them are toughish games as well. Mm. Obviously, United go to City, and then they have Arsenal, for example. So I'll definitely be looking to get off mm. my um, United defenders. Then, but yeah, it's all it's all about timing. You know, yeah, you know, absolutely right. We like, get. We get to see who goes through in the cups and in the Carabao exactly Cup as well. Exactly that. So. This is it's, it's massive in all formats. Yeah. The FA Cup, isn't it? Because I think once the FA Cup has decided, the replays are booked in, and also yeah. the Premier League can then also rebook in the fixtures that were postponed previously. So the yeah. FA Cup yeah. third round is basically the catalyst for it. Kind of lays out the next six weeks of fixtures, don't it? So mm. definitely um, looking after next week, obviously because of. Because of the Carabao Cup, which could be, you know, really, really good for, you know, uh, Newcastle especially. Mm. Yeah, um, massively important. Yeah, Man United. Yeah. It just touching on the uh, top one K ownership for the City defense. Uh, just a couple of players here. Ake is owned by thirty three teams in the top one K. Akanji forty nine teams. And Cancelo seventy three teams. So if you are in and around that area. Obviously, this is before obviously the transfers reset on Friday and stuff, and um, yeah, th- there's an opportunity to t- attack that top one K with a with a city block. Like I say, they're not keeping many clean sheets, but when they when are they going to start? I think you know. I, I remember a bit of a, a bit of an argument with a couple of people on Twitter, like on that you know, on the Euro one it because there was a few people saying that. Oh, it was really obvious to go all in on Man City, but this is the exact moment mm. when I went in on them when it is not obvious to go in on Man City. Yeah, if that mm-hmm. if that makes sense, it is not yeah. obvious. It's obvious to stay on Newcastle, stay on Arsenal, stay on Man United, whatever else. At the moment, if you look at the you know, and 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 it could be in a month's time, look back and think, my God, it's so obvious going on Man City. But you've actually got to do it. You've got to kind of, you've got to go for it. You've, you've, or, got to, or not. you've got to have a set of balls to go against the form and go for the fixture quantity. Exactly. And, and back it, it the team could, that isn't doing that well. It, exactly. And you know, that's that's how you win all the you know, is you yeah. is you go like a little you know, a little bit different. So I'm not saying you know for everyone to do it right, because it could it could back obviously it could backfire, but I'm I'm gonna do it for a couple of reasons. One, I'm chasing, and two, I just like I say experience at City there they're awesome and look at as as you say looking at those ownership as well I mean flipping neck you know if you bundled yeah. in on a can Jayaki and you know and Cancelo and they keep three teams up the next four 
you're going to be absolutely quids in right you're going to be f- flying in rank you're going to be flying in um in rises as well and people will be then be looking to get them in and having to pay more having to use their transfers so yeah yeah it all goes in your favor then doesn't it um right lee hooper um we're carrying on with the defense um our defensive options currently limited to Newcastle, United and City, especially with Arsenal's tough fixtures going forward. And um, off the defensive and up to the forward line, is Nketiah criminally under-owned at 1.2%, 2.6 million playing as a main striker in the best side of the league? You reckon, James? I think they probably are the uh, the only defensive options, really. You know, the, the, when you, Liverpool, Spurs, and Chelsea are all looking shaky at the back, um, and um, I mean, I'm, like he's alluded to there, Arsenal's fixtures aren't great. They they don't have the fixture volume. They're away to Spurs, and then they've got United at home. So yeah, I, I think um, if you're looking for to load up, I mean. Newcastle definitely been doing well. Like we've 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 just talked about City. I think Man United's fixtures do turn, um, but yeah, they're they're the best options at the moment. I think. Yeah. Ben. Yeah, totally agree. Um, as 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 we've seen so far this season, Newcastle have got ten clean sheets in the league. Arsenal have eight. Um, Man United have got eight now. They've got three in the last three. Surprisingly, Leicester's got the same amount of clean sheets as Man City. Six. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, there's not much. There's no point changing at the moment. There's still loads of, season to go, loads of the season to go. Don't try anything daft. Just stick stick with the teams that are doing well. Uh, obviously, Man City's an option, like, he's, like Fergie's mentioned, coming up in a couple of weeks. Because with a fixture... Uh, um, count adding up, so yeah, and uh, Enketia. Um, well, it's it's about the extra games for me, and um, Arsenal don't have as many games as Man United at the moment. Yeah, uh, so and and sat like Liverpool have a similar amount of games as um, Arsenal, but I wouldn't jump off Salah to go to Enketia. Unless you needed the money somewhere else in the team, but um, yeah, I'd, I'd, it's a good uh, if you've got not uh, not much budget and you needed to build a good side. And Katie's a good good pick, I think, as a third striker. But obviously, yeah, for think, me, I'm just going to say well, for me, Rashford's Rashford's in there with Salah and Haaland at the moment as the yeah. best picks. I think, like you say, for budget, if someone was wanting to. Get KDB in somewhere. Yeah, and was willing to risk Salah, but they needed the bud- just, just taking the budget out mm. of it. Salah to Enketia and then upgrading a midfielder to dip KDB. Yeah, would be an alright option mm. if, if you required that budget uh, stealing from Salah. Yeah, what, what do you reckon, Fergie and Ketty and, and the defensive options? Yeah, like Enketia's a really good option. I, I think he was my. A differential as well for December, which is which has gone all right, I think. So it's quite, uh, I, th- I think he was anyway. But um, yeah, he's he's really good value. I think if you're if you're short on cash, um, do it. But yeah, they they haven't got many fixtures at the beginning of January, but they are due a couple of rearrangements towards the end of January. So I would probably look to yeah. leave it myself until 
until the arrangements are all done. And like mm. I say, then you can plan a really good um, hop on spot. And, you know, and we'll also get a bit more news about whether they're going to sign a new striker as well mm. by then. So I think I think it's wait, but I do think end of January could be a really good option. And defence, yeah, you know, there's there's no reason. I mean, you, you just got to look at Liverpool. Apologies, James. But, you know, you've you just got to <laughs> look at them, watch them to see how bad they are. Like, like I think it's 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 funny because I think we mentioned last year, James, a few times, didn't we? How how Allison seems to he seemed to save them clean sheets on a regular basis yeah, by these world class saves. Yeah. And um, but you know, if anything, they just keep seem to be giving up. You know, it's even more chances. It's all it's almost like their their luck has run out, and they're just all over the shop. So I wouldn't be going anywhere near them. Chelsea are an interesting one, um, but obviously their short term fixtures having Man City twice, you know, and and Liverpool in three of the next five is. It's probably quite tough. Um, wouldn't go anywhere near any others, in all honesty. Um, yeah, yeah, nothing much to add. As I say, Newcastle and Arsenal are the four teams, and yeah. and City are the and City are the gamble, really. Yeah, they've got the quantity. They've got the quantity. Patrick's back with another question for those of us as with smaller budgets and looking for differentials. Who do you feel the best of the rest players? especially from teams like Villa, Leicester and Brentford, who have very good fixtures on paper. Ben, of a differential, Leicester's involved uh, in that question. What do you reckon, mate? <laughs> well, um, to be honest, I wouldn't be going for Brentford and Villa players because of the fixtures. They've, not, they've only got three games and well, they might get, obviously, an FA Cup fourth round or a replay, yeah. so that's five. But um, Leicester could get eight games um, if they go through in the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup on, with a replay. So, but they're just—I watched them last start and they just—they were like they were look—they looked like they they could score a few goals, right? They were battering Fulham, but they didn't have that star quality, you know, like Mad Madison's missing there to just. Slip a good ball through. Barnes is snatching at chances. Vardy's snatching at chances. They don't have like confidence at the minute. I don't know. Strange because when they came back from the World Cup, they they went to MK Dons. I know it's MK Dons, but they played really well. Professional performance and won three 0 But Barnes has been rubbish since the World Cup. He was he was good going into the World Cup. Yeah, I don't, he's come back a different player. So I wouldn't uh, maybe if you were struggling for cash. And you wanted a fixed account goalkeeper, Ward could get you uh, for 2.5 million. You could be a cheap goalkeeper, but I wouldn't recommend anybody else because Madison's out until the end of January. He's the best bet. Um, Brentford, like I say, they've not got many games, but they've got good fixtures. Um, maybe Mbumo or Raya, the goalkeeper, 2.3 million. We don't know what's happening with Tony, and I don't really want to take up a striker spot with Tony, with uh, the fixtures that the other strikers have got in the top teams. And then at Villa, Martinez, 2.8 million. And um, Wendy, maybe 2.2 million, is playing in the front line for uh, Villa at the moment. But like I say, they've only got three games, and it's, it's a possibility of five, but. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go looking outside the box at the moment. I'd look at the cups, try and get extra games out of your players. Definitely, 
Definitely, James. I totally agree with Ben. I'm, we, there's no reason. There's still affordable options at Newcastle yeah. and uh, and and Arsenal. Um, I mean, if you really push, want to push it, I, Ashley Young has started every game since game week seven. Mm. Um, and I, I think he's playing out of position. I've I just, I looked at the team sheets earlier. I think he's now playing out of position in midfield. So he's, I think he's classed as a defender. Yeah. He's 1.5 million. So if you're looking for a cheap enabler, I think Villa's defence is going to be, well, even though they've conceded tonight, I see, um, they, they, they look a lot stronger under, um, under the new manager. So he might be an option. Um, I did notice um, Douglas Luis is now he's not he's he's not really a, a holding midfielder, um, yeah. that, but that's what he's been used as mm. for most of his time at Villa. Now yeah. they've got Camera in there, that's giving Douglas Luis license to get forward a bit more. One point eight million, super, you know, super cheap, but you know I probably wouldn't go there unless you were desperate for funds um, and. Yeah, I mean, you're really kind of scraping the barrel. I mean, Wisser, Wisser at Brentford, 1.6 million. <laughs> but you're not going to use, realistically, you're not going to use a, a, a striker spot for him. And you'd only even consider him if Tony was got his ban. Um, it looks like they're yeah. buying a new striker as well. So, you know, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be going there myself. No. Fergie? Yeah, yeah, I can't do it, <laughs> especially in January, knowing knowing next month um, that the Champions League is top is back as well. Because um, you know, there's plenty of our of our teams now have only have probably got maybe three Champions League players, and obviously because of Newcastle and Arsenal and and Man United, um, who will have Barcelona, you know, in Europa, which you mm. probably guess they would conceding at least it you know if not if not win and i bear that in mind as well because obviously once we get into february we've only got another five so if you start using your transfers now on you know uh, brentford and, and villa and stuff i think when it comes to it in february when a lot you know teams as we know like man city <laughs> uh, will just have game after game after game after game um yeah. and these other teams won't they can fall out of form they are playing okay. They're playing all right, um, but you know they're they're still just not of the class of those Champions yeah. League teams and stuff. So I'd be careful uh, littering your team with short-term picks that you're going to have to use very precious transfers to take out personally. Yeah, definitely. Completely agree with all three of you. Nothing more to add. Aman has been on. Is Odegaard a must-have? Um, got uh, painted as the assist, the assister before the season started, but he's had an absolute cracking start to the season. Um, Fergie, what you made of Odegaard and is he a must have? Um, unbelievable player. Um, I think he has been a must have these last you know since the restart. Mm. Um, I'm not, I'm not so sure he is now. I don't know if he'll play against Oxford in the FA Cup, I have no idea. After that, against Spurs and United, you know, they're hard games. Um, so I wouldn't say he's a must-have for January, personally. Um, but going into February, 
Arsenal are going to have a lot of rearranged fixtures, a lot of good fixtures as well. So I would personally, if you have it, if you've got him, I'd probably hold him. Though there is an argument to sell now and kind of cash in on the value you've built. But I probably wouldn't buy him now. Personally, would be would be my take. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, I've got down a great price, um, but not sure for the for this month because of like you, Fergie just said, we don't know if he's going to play against Oxford in the cup, and then there's only two guaranteed matches this month after that against United and Spurs. So, yeah, it's uh, one to watch for me. Um, he's fantastic price. Uh, I've got him. I've got him in pretty much all my teams now, uh, but I got him in before last week so this last game week so yeah what do you think tony yeah timing is everything mm. and like i say it's, it's not he's not a must-have now he's not something you're looking to be bringing in now but if you've got him obviously because he's still so cheap he's not somebody that you're quick to get rid of anyway he's not somebody who's going to bring in value for you to improve in other places so He's probably a hold. Um, yeah, he's, he's been very good. He was a great like price as well, wasn't he? 2.9. Yeah. Yeah. He's like an so good. So yeah. good. An enabler who's been playing so well for Arsenal. Like, like I said, a top of the league, one of the most impressive teams in the league. Yeah, he were, he were, a, he were a very good uh, option. Um, he's going to be probably 3.5 now, I'm guessing, on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is getting into the territory of other players who've got a lot of fixtures and, and good fixtures in, in January. Even if he was still 2.9, you could argue, just mm. stick him in as an enabler, forget about him, you know he'll come good. But 3.5 million, that's, that's yeah. a lot of money, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, depending on what happens with Bernardo Silva tomorrow night, I mean, he's, he's in that price bracket then, isn't he? And 3.7, I think he is, yeah. And like he's, you know, he's going to have a lot of... A lot, of a lot of game time. A lot of game time, yeah. You agree, James? Yeah, I think you boys have covered. I'd just like to, to, to say I think he's, he's looked absolutely brilliant. Um, he's In the last five, he's averaging 8.8 .8 points per game um, for a player that, you know, well, most of us <laughs> got him in at 2.9 million. What bargain? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, questionable whether... It, I, I'll probably hold him in, in a few. I might... Uh, Mike Gamble taking him out and, and a few others just because that fixture volume and those tough fixtures. Yeah. Um, next one's from Wadey. Uh, we've already obviously spoke quite a bit about Salah. Um, so I'll just direct this one at you, James, because it's more Liverpool related and possibly form related. Is Salah worth holding? He's an expensive striker. And yeah, he can haul at any time. Just feels everything's going through Nunes now. Plus Liverpool are playing badly. Could the money be better off elsewhere in the side? Well, I disagree with the sentiment that everything goes through Nunes now. I think Nunes is creating plenty of opportunities for Salah. Um, I think it was Jamie Carragher that um, nicknamed Nunes Captain Chaos. Um, so, despite he's despite Nunes not scoring 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 a lot himself, I mean he is creating problem a lot of problems for opposition defences which is creating chances for, for, for Salah. So to say yeah. everything's going through Nunes is not, not the way I look at it. Um, 
that said, as I said earlier, I'm thinking about moving Salah to KDB this month just just for those extra fixtures. Um, but you know, I, I wouldn't say Salah's had a lack of opportunities. I would say he's had more with Nunes in the side. Yeah. I, I took him out, didn't I, earlier in the season? He proper spanked me. Yeah. <laughs> he was like on yeah, that horrible that. run for ages, wasn't he? And then he played Rangers and I can't remember who else. And he got like 44 points in the space of like three games or four games. I can't remember. But yeah, I wish I just kept him in like I usually do for the whole season because I'll be yeah. a bit higher up now. <laughs> Harry Kane's just scored. I don't think any of us have got him in our teams, are we? No. <laughs> Here no, comes no. a 13 pointer. <laughs> one, one Kane in 10 teams, I think. Maybe two. I, I, I think I've got, him, <laughs> I've got him in my second best side. Kane. He, yeah. He was one I was looking at bringing in when uh, Tottenham have a double game week, uh, Arsenal and Man City, but I'm not sure now where Rashford's doing so well. Um, he's banging them in every game at the moment so it's one to think about yeah they've been oh two sides oh, must be two or three sides yeah got him in a few but they're a bit further down uh, but yeah I do have him in the second best side I, I, I think I went Kane Haaland Rashford in that team um, yeah Salah he, he, he burns doesn't he take him out he's he, he did me as well. I didn't have him when he had that Rangers haul. Um, yeah. And, yeah, if I'd have had him in at that point in my best side, I'd probably still be right up there right now. So, But saying, saying that, you were, up, you were up the top, weren't you, without him? Uh, yeah. That's how you got up the top, because you didn't go with Salah. Yeah, it's just about timing. It mm. was about timing. Exactly and, timing, yeah. And it was... I, to get him in, because I wanted to get him in, I didn't have the budget and I needed two transfers and I ended up with just one. Yeah, and I that remember. one transfer that I made was Zinchenko in at one minute to one minute to three. Um, and I brought him in and he were injured. <laughs> and I, so I, so then I transferred him back out. And then when he got to, towards the end of the month or wherever it was, halfway through the month, I needed two transfers. I was one transfer short against Salah back in. There you are. And uh, yeah, just sounds like I'm a bloody sub story, isn't it? It's <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the violin moments, Fergie. Indeed, we love a good violin moment, mate. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I needed that was that one more transfer. Class. That'd have been top of the dream team. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, next question. DT Patrick, he's back again. Bloody hell, Pat. Right. I like this question, actually. I enjoyed uh, looking at this. Uh, he's got a very weak back three of Saab, Collins, and Lindelof. Which might not look that weak after tonight. Uh, after tonight, if um, Wolves can hold on to this clean sheet, um, he's got money in the bank and a combined total of eight point seven million for three new defenders. Which three players would you do for that for that amount, Bergie? Adinora, that's a that's a challenge. 
Um, I would personally, I think a Kanji is very underpriced at three point nine. Um, how much is it? Eight point. Eight point seven. That. God, flipping heck. Um, <laughs> do you want to go to me while you have a look? Yeah, please, please. While you jot it down, Fergie. <laughs> I've got, I've got a couple of players, but I can't get that. I can't get 8.7 for three. You go, Ben. <laughs> yeah, well, I would do, Patrick, is I would hold them players because they have double game weeks next week. Yeah. So sure. Wolves have got a tough start against Liverpool and then they play Forest in the Cup. So if they win that Cup match, they'll have another two matches in the Carabao Cup semi-final coming up later on if you end up holding on to them. But um, like I said, there's extra games for you. And then obviously Lindelof might play in the FA Cup. So it's it's worth just to wait and see the lineups, I think. Um I don't I don't think it's worth jumping off. Look at Man U, they've got Everton at home, Charlton at home this next week. So I think it's a hold for a week for me. Yeah. Ask ask again next week. Yeah. <laughs> James. It's not easy to 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 come up with um, three decent options there. I, I think you probably need to look at redistributing your budget a little bit. Um, there's some good options around the three point five to three point nine range. Um, so you've got Dallow at three point five, Shaw three point eight, Shah three point nine, Burn three point eight. Um, if I mean it is possible. Um, well, I, I I came up with one. One option, which was um, 0.2 out, which was Kerher of um, the German central defender for West Ham. He's pretty cheap. Um, plus Burn, plus Dallow. That's 8.9. Yeah. Um, Matoma of Brighton, although they don't have the fixture volume, he's only 1.8 million. Um, and the fixtures they... Yeah, the fixtures they have are, aren't great. So they've got Middlesbrough away, Liverpool at home, Leicester away. Um, I think after that, though, James, um, Brighton are guaranteed. They, they've they got a lot of fixtures to be rearranged. And I and I yeah, think that yeah. they're going to have a lot of fixtures put in towards the back end of January. Mm. So I think with Brighton, it is, it is worth holding off now, definitely. But they've got a lot of cheap players across across the board, you know, where uh, Groves yeah. 2.5, McAllister mm. 3, um, Solly March 1.7, 44 mm. points, I think he scored two in his last two, Matoma, as you say, 1.8, no, and even good. in defence, Lamptey, Dunk is 1.8, Velman a 2.2, and, you know, not obviously saying to go for all these players, right, but yeah. there's definitely a couple of players of Brighton towards the end of the month that could have yeah. a lot of fixtures, and like I say, with Brighton, historically, they've been a very good defensive team obviously they're not at the moment right but if their form does switch around a little bit i think there could be some hmm. mega cheap options for brighton did you did you see that last Definitely. night i've got a couple of brighton defenders in some of my teams and i was thinking ah oh, come on brighton this time it's going to be a clean sheet and then sanchez goes and wipes out uh i can't remember who wiped out now but it was a shocking tackle it, oh, it was iwobi weren't it um yeah it should yeah. it would have been four nil Happy days, clean sheet, and everything, but they give away a penalty in the last minute. Just Brighton seem to be giving away a goal every game. That's why the players are so cheap, isn't it? Because they just keep dropping one point yeah, exactly. one. But yeah, they've got they've got uh, Bournemouth and Crystal Palace to rearrange, so that could be dropped in. 
at uh, some point this month. And their fixtures, I think, I think you mentioned up to that kind of Liverpool game. After that, they go Leicester, Bournemouth, Palace, Fulham, and they've got those two other games to be stuck in there. So they have got quite a lot of really good fixtures. And they, mm-hmm. if they progress in the FA Cup as well, away to Middlesbrough, yeah. you know, they could have a good FA Cup game end of Jan. So definitely one to look out for. Mm. Yeah. I came up with uh, Wamba Saka, 2.7 million, Shaw, 3.9 million, and then. Uh, an out there pick, Willie Bowley, 1.8 million uh, for Forrest. He's averaged 4.2 points a game in his last five. Uh, he's on a decent run. Forrest of Blackpool, Wolves, Leicester, Bournemouth, Leeds. So we've got a possible FA Cup fourth round as well if they get past Blackpool and a possible Colin Cup semi final double header as well. Yeah. So they have got the potential for plenty of fixtures. He's only 1.8 million. That'd give you. Give you 0.3 million spur there, Patrick. But yeah, again, like hold for the doubles anyway this week. Um, right. This will be a quick one. I think FPL Crusader on Twitter has asked Villa Assets, who and how many is too many? And do we just give up on Liverpool or stick with Salah for insurance? Obviously, we touched on the Salah. Um, Villa Assets, James. <laughs> oh, many many? too many <laughs> <laughs> well yeah no like I said earlier I, I, I probably wouldn't be going there but like Ashley Young who I mentioned earlier every started every game since game week 7 1.5 million Luis who at 1.8 million who, who I mentioned earlier Bailey is only 2.3 um, not really racking up the points though Watkins at 3.9 I I wouldn't be taking up a striker spot with him, though, to be honest. So um, I would say the answer to that is zero. Good one. <laughs> zero is too many. Yeah. <laughs> or one. Yeah, none is too many. Definitely agree. <laughs> um, they've got um, Stevenage in the FA Cup on the weekend, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. They've got nice fixtures, but they're just not yeah. enough fixtures for me. Um what have they got? I'll tell you now. So they've got Stevenage at home, Leeds at home, Southampton away. Um, obviously, if they get through that game, Stevenage, they'll have an extra game. They could have a replay if they draw it. Um, and then they play Leicester after that in Feb. Um, but yeah, Watkins is probably the best player to pick from Villa, but it's, I'd only do that if you were really behind and if you wanted a differential. But if I wanted a differential, I'd just pick Enketia. You know, 1.2% owned or something like that. It's, yeah. He's probably a better, yeah. Be, best bet because he he's starting in the top team. So, yeah. I, I wouldn't pick any. Yeah, I'm saying. Bergie? <laughs> I just can't get, can't get excited. I think, you know. Yeah. Maybe if Holly Watkins starts at Stevenage on the weekend, they got Leeds um, the following week in the league, and Southampton after that would have been quite awful actually. So let's say their fixes are pretty good, but mm-hmm. I think they're they're losing at home this evening to Wolves at the yeah. moment. It's hard to get excited. Other no, options. I think, I think someone that says it always that there's not one Aston Villa player averaging over three points a game. Danny Ings, sorry. 3.1, but Watkins is at three points a game. 
average. There's nobody explosive there, uh, other than Watkins or Ings playing against, like I say, Stevenage and maybe sneaking a hat trick there. But yeah, I can't see it. Did the same with Lukaku last year because Chelsea had, um, I think, it was a conference team in the FA Cup, and I brought him in. Plymouth, got... wasn't it? Plymouth. Oh, was it Plymouth? I think yeah. did he score one and then yeah, got taken off at half. Time. And I got taken off half time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a bit of a killer, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think we all fell for that trap. Yeah, he was horrendous. Horrendous, he was Lukaku. Proper trap. Right. One more question from Lee Hooper. Every year I get trapped into a punt in the FA Cup and every year it goes tits up. He's looking at <laughs> FA Cup lineups versus weak opposition a trap and potential waste of a transfer or transfers. Fergie. I think if it's for a weaker team, then yeah, because you're basically using two two transfers, aren't you, to bring one in and bring one out. And like you say, Ollie Watkins could go and score a couple of goals in Stevenage. You think you've won, but... That's 18 points for two transfers. Would you really give away two of your five in the whole month for that? I'm not. I'm not sure I would. So, I do the same thing. I say I did the same with Lukaku. I, th- I think I did say. I think I did the same for Antonio last year as well because West Ham were playing well and they had a plum yeah. fixture. I think I brought them both in. I think they both scored, but I immediately regretted it because then my team was all over the place. So, mm. I personally, I don't think so. I think I look at the month as a whole, and um, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, it can always trip you up in cup games. What do you reckon, James? Well, it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, there's always a there's always that one player every year that you you considered, and then probably didn't bring in. You brought in someone else that for a punt, and you didn't get the right one in, and uh, that other one goes off and scores scores a hat trick, and you're like, oh damn! I mean, it's still worth having a look. And if you've got a good feeling about a player, if you've got transfers to burn, yeah, but you have to be prepared, prepared, prepared for it to to fail massively and and get them straight back out again. So I don't tend to make those moves unless I'm unless I've got a transfer to burn and I'm willing to you know yeah. put, use one in to one to put him in and one to take him out. Yeah, don't try not to do those sorts of moves. Yeah, Ben. This time of year it always reminds me of when we first started talking about this in the first first year of the pod, and we we mentioned uh, a certain Carlos Vinicius coming coming in for <laughs> yeah, Tottenham that's right. against F- FC Marine or something like Marine. that. Yeah. We were like, "Oh yeah, we, we you could put him in, and he'd probably score a hat trick." But then you take him straight back out because he went playing the league, and he went and scored a hat trick. <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah, that's yeah. the only time when it's really worth it. You get twenty eight points for it, but like, like Harry Kane. If you haven't got Harry Kane, he's playing Portsmouth because he probably will play in the cup. But then yeah. again, he's not got a double game week. He's only got Portsmouth. But you've got Rashford who's playing Everton and Charlton. So or Salah. Salah's playing Wolves one game. So you could like you 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 were on about taking Salah out. So yeah, it's, I, I think if you're gonna bring someone in, it's got to be someone who you think will start in the league as well. Um, so if you yeah. see someone and you think, oh, he's nailed in the league and he's playing in the cup, it might be worth yeah. a punt. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't go picking someone who's like Carlos Vinicius playing F- Fulham now, and he, he would you put him in for the cup? 
No. <laughs> yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head because we're going to go down here is basically, and I've got Kane as an example. Because mm. um, it's not it's not so much of a punt mm. that you're going to get maybe 45 minutes of, or 60 minutes of Harry Kane against Portsmouth. You'd hope Portsmouth. get a double, wouldn't you, at least? You, yeah, you'd hope so. And then he's not somebody you're in too much of a rush to get out because, mm. because he's yeah. Harry Kane. He's a very solid dream team player. He's going to score plenty of points. Um, yeah. yeah. And punts don't. The, the, like, like Fergie says, they usually mess up your team. Mm. Um, I, I, I ended up doing the Okikoki with Lukaku uh, quite a few times in the season. It was an absolute nightmare. Um, I think I remember the Antonio one you're on about as well. I'm, I'm sure I, I moved for Antonio. Well, it's I, think they had a home, I think they had a home game against, like a, I think it was a conference, was it? I want to say Macclesfield, I don't know if that's right, but it was definitely against like a, a League 2 or conference team. And yeah. I think he played as well, and I think he even scored. But in the grand scheme of things, it's just the same yeah. as someone else getting a clean sheet. Right? It's just not worth uh, using all your transfers just to get a couple of extra points. Yeah. Definitely not. Like, Vardy's got Gillingham and Newcastle double game week, but would you put Vardy in? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> not the way they're playing at the moment. That's it. Uh, but then Leicester do have the potential of quite a lot of fixtures. It's like Jekyll um, and Hyde, though, with Leicester. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you touched on it earlier about Madison. Mm. I think he's the heartbeat of that team, isn't he? Yeah. I think he makes everybody else tick. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I think Spurs have just gone 3-0. That might be a hurricane after it. It's nice. Uh, Doherty. They've gone from absolute dross at half-time to 3-0 after 68 minutes. That's unbelievable. He was, Doherty. He, Doherty, Doherty was another on, option that I had for my Joe Linton transfer because he's only 2.1 tran- uh, million. Yeah, you said him on the last pod as well mm. about how well he'd done in the break, the World Cup break. Did he score yeah. three or four goals? Four in three games or something daft in the, pre- in the mid-season games. Right, Baz Bestos. In my side currently, I have Martial, Odegaard, Almiron, Shaw, and Shaw, who are all around the three to three and a half million mark. Our team's becoming too reliant on these cheaper players as it become difficult to move off of when the Champions League returns. James. Uh, maybe. Um, if they keep performing the way they are, then. By mid-February, when the Champions League restarts, they they'll probably be around the, you know, the uh, four 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 point two, four point three, maybe even four point five. In which case, you can just switch out any of those, any of the players that don't have Europe with ones that do. So um, I wouldn't worry too much about that just yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Completely agree. Uh, if the Carry on the way they're going. The price is going to go up, so you'll be able to sell yeah. them for a profit and then move on to Champions League players. Yeah. Yeah. Fergie. Yeah, I can't. I can't argue. Yeah. All yep. good. They just. They just. They just absolutely fantastic. I'm not. I'm sure what Martial, but the rest of them yeah. are incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Doing well. Right. I think, I think you. I think what you mentioned earlier, Tom, just just about the timing as well. Like Luke Shaw, for example. 26 points this week. You'll have 0.3 off him. Um, yeah. After this week, I think they have Everton and then Charlton. But after that, I wouldn't just think, oh, he's doing really well for me. I'll keep him in. I think you've got to look to then, personally, yeah. move him on. 
after that. You've 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 had your points, you've had your price rises, but look at the fixtures and they have one game a week and they're pretty difficult as well. I think it's this City and then Arsenal. Yeah. Um, but but I caveat that that the, if United win that Charlton game, they've got a double header in the semi final of the Carabao Cup, haven't they? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And and if they win Everton, they'll have another game in the FA Cup yeah. as well after that. So yeah, it's worth looking at that. But the timing is right. Just because the players done well for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've, you've got, got to be, be kind of ruthless, haven't you? And think, yeah. right, what's next? Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, it's a big part of it, and the people that win, like yourself and uh, and the others, the people that time them right, time them moves right, jumping from one player to the next, grabbing the points off one, onto the next, grab the points off him. And that's usually by following fixture volume, fixture quality, yeah. rather than just form. Because you can get sucked into form too much. Um, there's always a bit of a downside around the corner. Um, right, last question of the evening from Connor. Um Continuing off a conversation that was had in the Discord, I'm just wondering what you guys think. Is Almiron overperforming? His form hasn't really dipped and he's been on fire since his earliest pre-season. Cheers, lads. Looking forward to the pod. Um, where are you, what do you reckon, Almiron? I think I think he's a hard sell at the moment. He's um, he's still doing well. Did he score last? I know he didn't score in his last game. Did he scored he scored the game before, did he? Yes, last, yeah. Um, oh, it's four nil. Son scored as well. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, sorry, guys. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably hold because he's he's still playing very very well. He, he probably is overperforming, but for his is he over is he overperforming for his for his price? I'm not so sure because he's right. still like really good value. And who else you're gonna stick into midfield? Like at, at the moment, he's probably the first name if you think like mm. like him and Odegaard maybe. Yeah. Uh, probably the uh, probably the first two, and their fixtures are really good as well. Um, Sheffield United in the FA Cup, home to Leicester, home to Fulham, the next three. It, it'd be a brave person for me to take him out. Um, and then even after that, they run. They go Palace, West Ham, Bournemouth. At the moment, for me, probably just a stick until May. We get around the European games. Um, but I can't yeah. see any reason because I don't, I don't know who you'd sell him for. Either who who's got like a bigger upside person? Yeah, yeah, definitely, James. Well, I would argue his form has dipped. Um, his points per game in the last five is two point four, which isn't bad, um, but it's not as good as it was previously earlier in the, a bit earlier in the season. Saying that, I mean, he, I wouldn't drop him. Um, he, he's been amazing. Um, they've had a couple of t- tougher fixtures recently. Um, he's he's yeah. still playing well, still still full of confidence. So um, yeah, I mean, he, of course he would, over, he was overperforming, but th- there's no chance that he was ever going to keep out that that crazy output level he had. I think he went in scored three out of four games at one point. He was never going to continue that. So you could argue he was overperforming, but but I wouldn't be taking him out at that price. And he's still still a good buy, I would say. Yeah, um. yeah, I've got him in pretty much all my teams. Uh, I'll, I'll be keeping him in for these fixtures, the beautiful fixtures. I think Newcastle have got the best fixtures, apart from obviously Man City have extra extra games guaranteed because of the um, 
if the if there's a replay, isn't it? If there's a replay in the FA Cup for Tottenham or City, the uh, that that game will be rearranged. So that that'll be a replay. But they've yeah. guaranteed a game that that week, that midweek anyway. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you could maybe maybe move to another Newcastle defender from him, but what's the point really? Like just leave him in there. Good price. He's doing well, doing well for the price he is. I wish I got him at one point five million at the start of the season. <laughs> I started with him and bloody sold him. I know you did, didn't you? Yeah, you had him in FPL as well, didn't you? I did, yeah. Yeah, and sold him. <laughs> you bought yeah. him back now. Yeah, I got him. Back. Yeah, I think the thing with Almiron is I, I remember when they signed him; it was quite a big money signing back then yeah. for him. Um, and I think he came from America, Atlanta, somewhere. And over there, he had 37 games in one season, 13 goals and 14 assists. Uh, he come over and he's playing for a str- what was a struggling Newcastle side. Yeah. And I don't think you ever... The money they paid for him, you never seen that quality of like, why have they paid so much money for him? Because mm. he never really got the opportunity to shine. Now he's playing such a good, solid Newcastle side who are playing very well going forward and defensively. I think you've seen the quality that Almiron has. I, I don't think he's overperforming. I think he's just performing to his level now. Yeah, um, I, I agree. And, and he scored. He scored. He scored six goals in pre-season, which is why I was. I kind of. He kind of came on my radar. And he's playing in a different position. Plays with really good confidence. And like you say, when he first came over, he had a bit of a reputation. And so he just thought, you know, if can't like looking at the goal he scored. In pre-season, looking how he started the season, just on the eye test, he was very, very advanced. And like I say, I think he scored against Man City, didn't he? Yeah. Which yeah. kind of got him on everyone's radar. And then he just just kept on scoring, scoring fantastic goals as well. So yeah. I still, I still think he's a hold. Like, like, like he probably, he probably has overperformed, etc. But the way Newcastle are playing, I just can't, I can't see what he's selling. Yeah, I think until he'll, he'll have his dip when Newcastle have the dip. I think if Newcastle carry on playing well and uh, as well as they are, he's going to keep scoring, assisting. You, you, you'll keep doing the business. Um, yeah, if there is a tail off of Newcastle's form, I think that's when he'll suffer. Ultimately, um, but yeah, don't think he's overperforming. I think he's got the quality. Um, it were always there. That's why they paid big money for him. And that was the uh, last question of the evening. If you're watching on YouTube, please. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And if you're listening on the audio uh, on Anchor or Spotify, uh, please give us a decent rating. That'd be much appreciated. It helps. Um, we're not going to go through the mini leagues this, this week as we are mid-game week. So, um, but, uh, I am still top of the cash league so far. <laughs> I just got that one in there. Just get um, that in there, innit? And, and, and Leo, Tin, you are still top of the uh, Patreon league. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Fergie, um, we're going to need to get our differential picks in um, for this weekend. Uh, so we'll have an updated league go out on Twitter uh, and we'll drop it in the Discord as well. We'll get the poll out for all the listeners and the subscribers to vote for their differential for the community, um, which starts from the 6th of January. Uh, obviously, with it being Christmas and the way the World Cup fell, we didn't really, we didn't really uh, want to restart it too soon. So, um, And good luck... In the last, the last, um, last game day for the fifty pound best prize in the cash league, um, 
Is that, that's, that, is that this week, is it? It is. It got switched uh, to game week 16 because of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were having that mess around, weren't they, where they put a double game week in or whatever they did. And we, we didn't quite know how it would work with the, the transfers crossing over. And Yeah. I just think it, it, it couldn't get... Didn't want to risk it getting messy. So that switched to this week. So whoever wins that, happy days. Your money will be uh, over, over and with you. Uh, like I say, Fergie, absolute pleasure to have you back on, mate. And we look forward to speaking to you next month. Thank you so much, Chaps. We really enjoyed uh, talking talking to you. It's been a while, so yeah, it was good to uh, it was good to chat. And well done, Tony, on your uh, fantastic season so far. Yeah, well, if I can keep it up, mate. Nice one. Appreciate it. Cheers, James. Cheers, Ben. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thanks, everyone. Speak to you later this week.